0: This episode is brought to you by Film Festival Hacks, the online course festival directors tell us they wish every filmmaker could see before they start submitting to festivals. Filmmaker Alex Ferrari, veteran of more than 200 film festivals, joins festival expert Chris Holland for more than four hours of behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and easy tricks to make your journey and the festival circuit more enjoyable and more affordable. To save money, play your film at more festivals, and get a better understanding of how film festivals work, visit FilmFestivalHacks.com. Hey, this is Chris Holland, and you're listening to another episode of the Film Festival Secrets Podcast. So today I want to talk a little bit about licensing music for your film. Uh, in particular, what will happen sometimes is that a filmmaker will approach the owner of the rights to the music and the rights holder will say, hey, you know, we can give you just the festival rights and it'll be cheaper. Uh, and that means that you'll only have the rights to the music when the film plays at festivals. The thinking being that, you know, why pay for worldwide rights in perpetuity until you, you need them, right? You can always come back and get those rights later when your film gets a distribution deal or something like that. Uh, and I want to warn you that this can be kind of a trap. It can make sense for some short films, especially if you, you know, like this is a short film you're only ever going to play at festivals, but you're probably not gonna release it on YouTube and you're not gonna do anything else with it. But even then it sort of, you know, makes it harder when you do wanna play the film elsewhere, you have to go back and, and negotiate those rights at the very least. Uh for a feature film, the the real danger is that, you know, you pay a little bit of money for these festival rights and then you go back and you say, Okay, we got a distributor. Uh we need the full rights now and uh the rights holder goes, "Oh, wait a second! Now you know they, they're smelling the money. Now there's somebody who who wants the film, and that means they have some negotiating leverage over you to uh, pay more for those rights. So at that point, you're sort of caught between a rock and a hard place. Either you pay the inflated fee for the rights, or you try and replace the song in the film, which could be difficult. Could change the you know, the tone of that scene significantly." You know, or, or, uh, and that might not make the distributor very happy, right? Uh, and a lot of filmmakers kind of figure, well, doesn't the distributor pay for those rights, like when they acquire the film? And the answer is no, no, they don't. They expect that when you hand the film over to them, all of the rights, uh, to the music are going to be taken care of. So that's not something they're going to pay for, uh, you know, down the line. Uh, distributors generally want to pay for as little as possible before they start selling the film. Uh, so, you know, for that reason, uh, I recommend that when you go into a licensing situation, you say that you want rights that are as long-term and as all-inclusive as you can get or as you can afford from the very beginning. Uh, that way, you don't have to go back and negotiate more rights later and because the the music rights holder has no idea whether your film is going to be any good or not. You know, their incentive is just to make a sale, to close the deal right then and, um, you know, make what money they can from you at this point when you have relatively little money to offer, you know, instead of taking a chance that if what you want is those rights now or you're going to go to another song, then it's, you know, this little bit of money right now or nothing at all. And most times they'll just go for what they can get at the moment. All right. So having said all that, uh, I want to tell you uh, very explicitly that I am not a lawyer. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot of confusing terms around the different kinds of rights you can obtain, sync rights and master rights and mechanical rights and all of that. And, you know, I have sort of a basic grasp of it, but I don't understand in detail all the subtleties uh, of all that stuff. So unless you yourself are the composer, um, you want to consult with an attorney or a music supervisor who has experience in entertainment law and intellectual property law to make sure you're making the best decisions. I published this same uh, sort of talk on the web as a a blog entry. uh, And if you look at the show notes, you'll be able to see a link to that. Um, And after I published that, a, A music composer for films got in touch with me and said, "Yeah, or they can just hire me um, instead." You know, that's the reason that film composers exist, Uh, and I agree with that. And I actually asked him to be on the podcast, so he'll he'll be coming up in a later episode. But for the moment, you know, even if you do have a composer, I think it's probably worth engaging the services of an attorney for a few hours just to make sure that you've got you know all the contracts and right stuff that you need, and nothing gets hung up later. Okay, that is my little bit of wisdom for the day. Like I said, you can uh, see this online uh, written up. Uh, just look in the show notes, which should be linked from the podcast you're listening to, but you can go to filmfestivalsecrets.com and search for festival rights. Uh, that, that should pop right up. Uh, you can also download a PDF of that article uh, to share it with friends. If you are looking for more information on the festival circuit and the kinds of things like this you're going to need, I highly recommend that you get yourself to FilmFestivalHacks.com, uh, which is an online course that I recorded with uh, filmmaker Alex Ferrari. Alex is the uh, creator of Indie Film Hustle, and he's also a filmmaker who's had films in more than 200 festivals. So, uh, that I think is a really good, you know, sort of brain dump of information. It's about four hours of video split into, you know, 10 and 12 minute chunks. So you can sort of absorb it at your own pace. And I'm really proud of the job we did on it. So filmfestivalhacks.com, check that out. Uh, And otherwise I'll see you next time here at the Film Festival Secrets Podcast.